When you think of health and fitness, do you think of chaos? Do you think of stress? Or do you think of peace and calm? Let's talk about that today as we dig in. I want to welcome you to Inside Out Health, Fitness, and Nutrition. This is April Van Leave, your host. And this podcast is for women that are tired of being sold fitness as a means to completeness. In my community, I will lead you in health spiritually in Jesus Christ, emotionally, and bringing in good stewardship with fitness and nutrition. I am an ISSA certified elite trainer with specializations in nutrition, exercise therapy, group exercise, personal training, and bodybuilding. I have lived a life that has been bound by food, bad food relationships, and with that, I want to learn to help you to break free of what holds you captive and unhealthy. I am now in my 40s. I'm living a thriving, joyful, fit, and healthy life. So I want you to come join me on these podcast livelihood tips and ideas just to help you in your journey. Then I also have my coaching side of my community that you can join me in, and I will tell you how to link to that and be a part of that as well. So there are many ways that you can make your life more vital and give yourself the gift of health and vitality. I want to hold your hand and teach you, holding you accountable, and bring you to full circle health. Let's get started on today's episode 7 of Health and Fitness, Chaos or Peace. So I just want to talk to you today about health and fitness, chaos to peace. So in my first few episodes, you've heard me talk a lot about discipline over motivation. You've heard me talk about the importance of macros and knowing how much and what you eat. Um, I brought out in my last episode a little bit about let's just take bite-sized steps. So I've given you a broad picture of um, macro counting, that macro counting is knowing how much protein, how much carbs, and how much fat that you need a day set for your specific goals, for your specific body, for your specific time in life, your activity levels, where you're, you are hormonally. But that can also just seem very big and overwhelming. <clears throat> it can seem, even with a coach leading you at first, Sometimes it's hard to bring our minds down out of what sounds so big into something that really is just small and simple. And I want to draw a couple of correlations today for you. So I'm going to try really hard not to be on all the rabbit trails you always hear me on. I know it's a fairly new podcast, but you've already seen I'm a rabbit trail person. So I'm going to try hard to stay the course and speak a little slower and really be intentional today. No promises, though. (laughs) Um, I get excited and I just go. So I want to just talk about a few things I've had on my mind because as we're going into the new year, I want to see people living in peace and people living out their full purpose with full health. Or health to the best of our abilities. Nothing is ever a guarantee in life. So I want us to live to the best of our ability for what we have. I mentioned in a podcast that we can work with what we have to make it the best that it can be. 
Life is not easy. Health is not always easy. Circumstances are not always easy. <clears throat> but I want to first talk about health and fitness because I know that the majority of you are probably here for that in our physical state. So what would it look like taking bite-sized chunks of something sustainable? <clears throat> I want to ask you, and I can't hear you answer me, but I'd like for you to hear you. I would like for you to answer yourself out loud. Let you hear yourself talk. If you have to, pause me and think about things. <clears throat> Excuse me for my voice, please, tonight. But as we talk, I want you to think about what are the plans that you have tried and have they been sustainable? I also want to throw out a huge disclaimer. I am not bashing anything because th there are things out there that I do not see as sustainable, but they have worked for you in the moment. They have given you some, I don't know if I'd call it success, but you have seen improvement in your health or, you know, you maybe have reached a goal with certain things. But I want to throw things out there like point counting or little very, very low calorie meal packets and plans that just have you on this very strict regimen. And maybe you lost a lot of weight that way, but was it sustainable? Was it what you want to do for the rest of your life? And then you say, well, April, I don't want to weigh my food and measure it for the rest of my life. Well, the good news is with macro counting, if you would be willing to be disciplined and learn to weigh your food and know how much you're eating and become very, very familiar with what the portion sizes are after a time and after you reach a health goal and a place in life where you are very healthy, you can learn to do what we call intuitive eating. But I very, very much stress macros and yes, you have to weigh your food, I tell you, when you come into my coaching. I say you have to record your food in something like my fitness pal. The reason being is because I always go back to my same example. <laughs> it's just what always comes to mind is my peanut butter example. How I used to take what, you know, a tablespoon and measure out my big old huge honking tablespoons of peanut butter thinking that I was eating a serving of peanut butter when I was in all actuality eating probably three or four. When I learned to weigh my food, I learned that, oh my goodness, a serving of peanut butter is very disappointing to be honest <laughs> into what I thought it was, but I also was able to get my, my weight at, to a healthy place. I was also able to learn to quit to, to renew my mind so that I no longer have the urges for these massive amounts and binging that I used to do. I used to want just such massive amounts to be satisfied. And I've learned to become satisfied and to not allow food to control me, but to learn to control my health. I've learned that I can enjoy the treats I want but I eat majority healthy foods, but I still get what I want every day. Let me tell you, every day, this girl's going to have dark chocolate and York peppermint patties. Macro counting is not about deprivation. It is about making sure that you're getting all the micronutrients you need. Um, it's making sure you have enough protein. I can't stress this enough because a lot of people say, protein's not all that important. I don't need this. I don't need that. Well, I want you to think of the picture of aging. 
We talk a lot about this and I will keep talking about it because they say it takes hearing things over and over and over. I think like eight times for things to sink in and to make, you know, something understandable to us a lot of times. Renewing the mind takes constant, constant hearing things and and doing them and practices. It's not just a one and done thing. So I am very much redundant trying to say it in different ways that might meet different personalities but I want things to sink in because I want you to learn that depriving yourself low calorie um, not eating protein and just eating 1200 calories of XYZ you're not going to sustain good health I believe that a lot of us women, I'm 47, a lot of us women my age come from the line of women are supposed to be stick thin and we did these low calorie diets and insane amounts of cardio and we just really were not healthy. Um, I can remember times I was nearly passing out because my calories were so, so low and my um, I didn't have any muscle mass, I was not strong. And I'm not talking about being something big and buff. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about as I get older, I want to still be able to play. I am a big, big adventure lover. I love playing outside. I love being able to climb and do all the things. I want to think about you to think about what you want to be able to do. As you are growing older, are you able to play with your children and chase them or your grandchildren? Are you able to go up and down the steps, get up and down out of the bed or out of a tub or off the toilet or pull yourself up if need be? These are things to think about and that is why protein is crucial. Your micronutrients that come, <clears throat> come from your vegetables and fruits and grains are crucial. And with macro counting, that ensures that you are able to learn to eat in such a way that you get all these things and that you feel amazing and that you're not deprived. Um, it is something that is very easy to learn if you choose to not make it so difficult. When I first started macros, I'll be honest, I thought it was so daggum hard. Like I was like, I have to weigh all this food, I just want to look at it or I want to throw it in a measuring cup. But that's not accurate, guys. Like, you can stuff a bunch of pasta noodles in a cup, and it might not be what the serving size truly is. So, um, weighing the food makes it accurate, which can, in time, lead to intuitive eating in time, which can give you just so much freedom, guys. And when you are fueling your body in the right way, then you're bringing health and vitality, but it is renewing the mind. It's renewing the mind that you don't need these low calorie packet meals that you cannot sustain and that you that cost so much money. When you are using a system of macros, you are learning what you need, just much, very much like your bank account. I referred to this. You know what it takes for your paycheck to pay the bills, but if you don't follow your budget, then, and you just go spend it like crazy, then you can't pay your bills, right? Or or save for whatever it is your future goals are. When we're haphazard with our money, we reap the bad consequences. When we're haphazard with our nutrition, we reap the consequences. We don't feel good. We don't, 
You know, a lot of people say, well, I just want to fit into my clothes or I want to look good. Well, that's fine and good. But that's all fleeting and passing as well. You know, it is good. It's good to feel good. It's good to be able to feel comfortable in our skin. But being healthy and vital, if you could tell me that you could do things that you've never done before, I see that as a huge win, even over whatever size pants you want to wear or whatever size dress you want to wear. Being able to do things and have a vital life Guys, that is so huge, and it's also a gift to your family. It's a gift to your loved ones when you are so healthy and strong. And maybe you're saying, well, I'm already, you know, I'm an elderly person. I might be wailing up in years. Maybe I'm pushing 80 years old, and, you know, I'm just not as young as I once was. That doesn't matter. You can take what you have now and we can work with that to get you stronger at this point. You're never too old. And maybe you're a teenager and you think, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm thin, I'm fit, I can run, I can do things. But it's never too soon to start taking care of your health. Not to become obsessive, not to have issues where like your whole world just revolves around what you eat and and you can't ever enjoy life. That's not what I'm saying. Christmas is in just a few days. And you need to be able to make those memories and eat the things that, that are like traditional or, or whatnot if that's what you choose. That's not for everyone. If you can stay on a very healthy eating plan during Christmas and you're happy, I love that. But you know what? A lot of us want to make the memories and we want to enjoy the day. I say do that. But you can also do so in a manner that's not harmful to yourself and gives you like terrible sluggish and sick feelings that evening and into the next few days. Um, you can do that. We talked about this in our last podcast about eating protein and vegetables before those big meals and before those big celebrations and parties. And you will find that you go to them feeling satisfied and you're not going to gorge as much. A lot of times we think I have to starve before I go so I can eat whatever I want. No. Let me tell you, why don't you eat before you go and eat in sustainable, healthy ways that you're satisfied and therefore you're not eating like you've never eaten before. So what if you overdo it when you're at a holiday function? Do you starve afterwards? Absolutely not. You do not starve yourself afterwards. That is hindering your metabolism. That is not undoing any damage done. What you do is you get moving which you cannot exercise enough to outdo, undo a bad diet, but you get moving, okay? Because moving our body is always a positive and always a plus. And then you just get back on to eating healthy foods that are beneficial for your body. You do not skip meals to compensate for one that you messed up on or two or three that you messed up on. You just continue moving in a healthy manner. We don't starve. We don't go through that mentality of punishing ourselves. So those are just some things that I want you to think about. What's done is done. You've enjoyed it. Now just move forward in a healthy manner. And I'm going to read something to you. It's very kind of scripted. It's something I wrote at the beginning of 2023 for my clients. So I know some of you are just here in my podcast community and I am here for that. I love it. I love being able to give you this information and you change your life and make changes just by listening. But there are people who come into my coaching to have more fine-tuned 
um, help and guidance. And I wrote for 2023. Um, I'm going to try to change it up just a little bit, but it's going to be a little scripted. So bear with me as I'm trying to edit this as I talk to you live. So this is not getting edited. So please bear with me. But I pulled from Psalm 46, 5. God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. Um, again, as I've said before, I don't want to take scripture out of context. So her in this is Jerusalem. And so I don't want to take it out of context, but this is talking about Jerusalem in this, in this scripture. But I also, like I told you before, want to draw an analogy. Okay. Um, that her, we can be, God can be in the midst of us and we do not have to be moved. What does this have to do with health and fitness and nutrition? Because when we are healthy spiritually, we're going to be healthy emotionally and that will lead to physical health because we're not going to be doing destructive patterns or we're not as likely to be doing destructive patterns. So going back to what I spoke about at the beginning of 2023, I said that we live in a broken world that every one of us has helped to break in some way, form, or fashion. All of us have done things to mess up and hurt other people or hurt ourselves. We make choices that have consequences. Those choices can be negative consequences or our choices can have positive consequences. We can suffer from our own or those choices we can suffer from what others have made. But there's God. I've heard people say so much. And we even talked about it. I work in a place where it's so wonderful. We get to have devotions together and pray together in the mornings. And one of the ladies at our table this morning brought up, do you ever wonder why these bad things happen to children? And God doesn't just stop it. That is such a hard question. But God gave us the gift of free will. He did not make us robots and force us to love him and to live for him. That wouldn't be love at all, would it? I mean, like, if you were forced to love someone, that's not love. That is being imprisoned, and it's being a robot. Like our computers, we force them to do what we want them to do, right? God is not a genie in a bottle. He, he is, however, the one stable source of peace and love that we search high and low for. We search for it thinking, if I could just lose this 50 pounds, if I could just fit in a size, whatever size pants is your goal. If I could just wear this size dress. If I just had this much muscle tone or if I didn't have this fat. Guys, that's not going to bring you joy. It might make you physically feel better and more vital, which is important and which we need. And I think God expects us to steward that, but it's not going to bring you joy. He is the source of strength and joy. He's the source of calm in our disasters, both in the earth and in our personal lives. However, God does not force us to accept his gift of his love and his presence in our life. Just like that, he doesn't ex force you to accept that. He does offer it to you as a free gift. And if there's anything that I would think would make the most wonderful Christmas for you this year, it would be to accept the gift 
of Jesus. I'm going to be bringing you a podcast, um, a bonus podcast episode that I really hope you're going to listen to. Um, I will just be reading straight through a script of the most beautiful gift you can give yourself and how I truly believe that when we embrace this, we can live full spectrum health from spiritual, emotional, mental to physical. Just like God offers us a gift and we get to choose whether or not to receive it or reject it. And that gives us one of two choices. It gives us a full life, even in chaos and hurt. There can be peace and calm, even in that. Because we live in a broken world. We're not going to escape that. But we can have goodness amidst that. Or we can live in the brokenness and choose to stay there and choose selfishness and selfish means to feed ourselves and end up with what we think is good in the moment, we're going to end up with pure destruction in the end. Much like when we're feeding our bodies, I'm going to draw another analogy here. When we're feeding our bodies or not moving our bodies and not making our bodies healthy, we think, oh, it just feels so good to just come home and relax. And I want to be very careful here. and not That might sound very condescending. I did not mean it that way. I'm really trying to paint a picture that if we do this day after day after day and we're not moving our bodies and taking care of our bodies and then we're pouring in junk and saturated fats and sugar into our body time after time after time and not just for an occasional thing here and there or a small amount daily, then we're causing destruction in our physical lives too. So we can take what we learn about physical health and we can just let it go in one ear and out the other and think, I'm going to live the life I want. I'm going to enjoy it while I'm here on earth. But we're going to see as we get older and older what a mistake that was. Very similar to um, maybe smoking. We think, oh, this is my body. I can do to it what I want to. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's most likely going to lead to some very, very hard, hard consequences. My papa, who I loved so dearly, he was the most precious man. I mean, just loved Jesus so much, loved us so much. And I mean, I simply adored him. But we watched him die a gruesome death because he did not steward his health. He loved Jesus. And man, you couldn't find a finer man and a man who was more godly. But we all have a downfall in life and none of us are perfect. And his was his health. He ate horribly, he smoked, and his health was a gruesome, horrible death. And my passion, first and foremost, is to see you spiritually healthy in Christ. But I don't want to see you live your lives out if we can help it in horrible health. There are circumstances and issues that we are born with. There are things that happen that are out of our control. But I believe there are always things we can do to at least improve our situations. And that's what my passion is for you. That is what I just thrive for, is to see people live abundant lives. And I can teach you how to become stronger and healthier. But just like we get a choice of accepting Jesus or denying him, you also have to implement and stay consistent in your health and to implement the things that you learn. You have to realize that these fast fixes are not going to work. Very much like that do whatever you feel like doing 
it's not going to work for you long haul in your spiritual life. Just same in your physical life. Whatever feels good right now or it's just too hard to be healthy, it's a whole lot harder to be unhealthy. So I just want to throw these things out there. I don't want to bash other ways of getting healthy because I know that there's not a one-size-fits-all. But what I do know is that strength training and macro counting is good. It may not be the only way, but it is a very sustainable way. And once you get the hang of it, it is a way that can become a lifestyle that will lead to vitality through your life. That is something that I can assure you of. I mean, it may not prevent every disease. I can't assure you of that. But it will always, I have been doing this for goodness gracious, 23, 4 years. And I can tell you, there's not a moment I've regretted of it. I've regretted some of the ways I went about it that weren't as good as what I know now. But I've still been progressing to this through those 20 plus years, and I don't regret any of it, guys. I'm so thankful to be 47 and able to do the things that I can do and feel the way I feel. Like, it's amazing. So trust me, I have been the person who did not follow the path Jesus had for me. I have been the person that has had food issues. I have been the person who was not active and fit at all, and it was really, really hard. I've told this story before, and I may have told it in my beginning podcast. I truly just don't remember. But when I was probably 16, 17 years old, I went on a youth group trip, and there was a small mountain that we had to climb to go rappelling off of. And there was a good group of teenagers going up this mountain, And I was at the very tail end of these kids. I was very unhealthy, guys. I ate, like, massive amounts of horribly unhealthy food. Massive amounts. There was no control or health to my diet. And then, also, I was not active. I just was not active at all. Like, Nothing, okay? And so I can remember being at the tail end of these kids, the very last one, and humiliated and trying not to outwardly outwardly cry because I was inwardly crying because I couldn't climb this small mountain. And guys, now I can climb the biggest of the big. I mean, I haven't mastered Kilimanjaro and there's Pikes Peak, but, you know, I haven't been there and done that. I've seen Pikes Peak, but You know, that is something I would love to accomplish, and I believe that I could because of I take care of my body. I take care of my health. Now, on the flip side of that, if I take care of my health, but I don't take care of myself spiritually like I was talking about in the beginning, this is all in vain because in the end, the spiritual side of us is what will last forever, one way or the other. And I choose to live with Jesus. I choose That not just for heaven in the future, I fully believe there's heaven and I fully believe there's hell and we get to choose which place we want to live forever. But I choose this because even here on earth, the peace and the joy in the hard times, the loneliness that we can experience on earth, we have that comfort and that companion with us we can dig into and he truly is present, guys. He truly is, but it's a choice. He does not force himself on us, just like we can't be forced to choose a healthy lifestyle. 
All these things are choices that we have to make for ourselves. But I just want to tell you that I'm going to continue to draw parallels um, of Jesus and with health and nutrition. I know that I'm probably not going to be the most popular because of this. And I'm okay with that because I'm trusting that whoever needs to hear this will hear it and it will be an encouragement to them to grow and to reach out to me if you need prayer, if you just have questions, if you need coaching, or you just need to know that somebody will be, be praying for you. You can shoot me messages in the notes of my podcast. I actually have someone popping up right now asking me to pray for them. And I would love to encourage you to go to my show notes at the end of this and email me or pop on my Facebook and leave me a message on how I can pray for you because I certainly will. You will get a response to that if you will reach out to me and I will do that. Um, so feel free to do that. And thank you for joining me. I love this. I absolutely love it. I'm here for that. And so I want to just leave you with this. Don't do life alone. Jesus is here for you. He is 24 seven. I'm not 24 <laughs> seven, but I'm here for you and I will be praying for you. Um, and then also I would like to let you know that in this, health and nutrition is something that I do. I give coaching for this. I have six-month and 12-month packages. You can learn about that by reaching out to me through Facebook. Um, my website is insideouthealthfitnessnutrition.com. My email will be listed if you want to email me. My Instagram, however it is easiest for you to message me how I can pray for you. I will do that. I will also um, let you know what my coaching consists of. You will get one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions with me. You will have workout plans made for you, and you will have macros set for you and learn how to use that. So if any of this intrigues you that you've tried the point system, you've tried the little packaged foods, you've tried starving to death, you've tried it all and nothing has worked for you, then I would highly recommend you reach out to me and just see if this is a fit for you. If you feel like you're lonely in your life and things aren't working for you spiritually, I'll be happy to talk to you about that as well. I'll never push it on you. I will talk about it in my podcast, but in coaching, you get to decide what we talk about. Okay, so I just hope this resonates with you. I um, Episode 8 will be a bonus episode. It will be something really, really precious that I just read through to you. I will not take credit for writing it because I did not. And I will give credit where credit is due. But I invite you to join me for that um, here this weekend. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. The ask that I have of you is if you will go to Apple Podcast and give me a five-star rating, a follow, and write me a review. If you're not on Apple, if you would just, on Podbean, give me a like, give me, I think it's a follow on Podbean, and leave me some comments. That helps this algorithm of the podcast to get out to those who need it, and um, help me to help other women. And I just want to say thank you for being here with me, and I can't wait to be back with you again. God bless you. Until next time.